Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. Out, space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. Crystals varied. Written by you sure I'm not a robot? I didn't blow it up. Why do you keep looking at me like that? The human engineer was angry. His alien crewmates were suddenly a lot more alien than usual. The captain of the sailship Love, Love, Laugh was furious. Someone, probably the human, had put a very large hole in her ship, running straight through the cargo deck. Her sand clans were sending the crew into a frenzy, her rage beneath the ship. She gazed out the viewport, watching pills, pastes, and vital oils flow into space. Her inventory was pouring into space, and her downline was already behind payments and orders. This could kill her chances to be an independent, successful businesswoman, not to mention ruin her chance to go on the company cruise. Her people would never know the joys of inner fulfillment or healthy scales. I didn't blow anything up, he repeated. I was fixing the lighting on deck three, not mucking about with the ship's systems. Look, I need you to get out of the way and let me see the damage. Right now, you need me a lot more than I need a bunch of snake oil salesmen. At that, he pushed past the crew, ignoring the hissing, and he headed for the engineering office. Practically every warning light, buzzer, and scent filled the room. The engineer paused at the door. The combination of the flashing red lights, shrill screeching, and the smell of burning rust had turned his office into a cheap version of hell or a student party. He moved quickly to silence everything, propping the door open to remove the smell. The readings were pretty grim. Something had exploded in the aft cargo hold, propelled itself through two more holds, and then blown a hole in the hull. Holding, he fields were working as expected, thankfully, keeping the atmosphere in and letting out any debris. He was checking the inventory of the aft cargo hold when the captain called. Engineer, please report what happened. She had the same readings as he did. This was mostly a what-did-you-do call. No doubt they would need another meeting. If he ever got off the ship, he was going to sign up to one of those library ships, just for the peace and quiet. Captain, something in the aft hold went live. I'm going to go through to the cargo list now. He continued scanning the lists. Nothing stood out, mostly a weird mix of trinkets, religious oddments, and a pile marked as crystals. Varied. Crap. Captain, those crystals, do you have uh, any idea what they were before they exploded, I mean? The captain coiled a little tighter at a perch, hissing loudly. I believe that they were spiritual energy crystals. A beautiful, calming shade of green. Completely harmless. Aware that wasn't exactly the sales pitch that she had intended to use, she hurriedly added, Unless your aura was damaged, then they are wonderful. She had been finding the engineer's cynical disbelief tiresome. Normally, she would never associate with such a materialist species, but, uh, unfortunately, engines didn't respect the spiritual. 
She resented that she had been forced to pay a premium to engage one. The engineer nodded. All right, I'll track them down. It's not important at the monument. This is a shipyard-scale problem. I can keep us going relatively safely, but you need to dock somewhere soon. Those fields are eating up fuel right now. I'm just letting you know that I'm throwing the rest of them out the airlock. Even as she went to command him to stop, she heard the alarm ring and her last cargo howl into the deep space. It took the engineer an hour to track down the supposed heating crystals. He laughed when he discovered what they were. Dead batteries, apparently not dead enough. The calming shade of green was a warning that they were damaged. Someone had seen the captain coming, repackaged their trash and sold it to her. He decided that he had had enough. Next stop, he was off the ship. No one was paying him enough to keep this lunatic asylum in space. He doubted that she could afford him now anyway. The nearest station that could repair them was a newly uplifted species that he had never heard of before. No AI had spoke of and looked more interesting. Despite his distaste for his current position, he didn't really want to resign. Mostly, he just wanted a break, perhaps a night out. Firstly, he wanted to negotiate the repairs. Eventually, he found the local banging on the field generator, cursing in his native language. They didn't seem to do signs around here. Might be cultural, might be pure laziness. You never knew with Zenos. You look like you could do with some help. That's a Reiki generator. They probably fitted it upside down, and you're only supposed to use them in zero gravity. The local grounded him and waited for the translation to catch up. I was currently scanning all available data on the station, and this could be the first contact for him. That carried a nice bonus, cheering him up and making him inclined to make himself useful. Finally, the quiet beep confirmed the language acquisition and confirmed the bonus. Nice. Machine refuses to work second-rate piece of excrement. You know about them. Who are you anyway, alien? Oh, we just docked. The ship was a bloody big hole in it. I'm the ship engineer. My name's Middleton. I'm a human. The local growled again. Never heard of you. You blew up your ship. Don't touch this. I am a station engineer. We'll fix it for you, probably, if I can get this working anyway. Middleton laughed. Not my fault. The captain decided to carry explosives. Forgot to tell anyone. Still, I'm sure that we can sword out a price. The station engineer growled in agreement. Captains, they never tell you what you need to know. Never listen when you tell them something important. Middleton nodded. Everything in the universe. I can help with this thing, though. We use them a lot. Once upon a time, I served my apprenticeship with the buggers. At that, he pulled out a multi-tool and began disconnecting the panels, then hesitated. Just to mention, I'll have to put a warning on this. Galactic rules. Just lets people know I fixed it. Long story. The station engineer laughed. I don't care if you paint it blue, if you can get it working. You know how long I've waited to have these parts out here. Although Middleton just got on with the job, nothing complicated, just poor maintenance. He tweaked a few settings and nodded at the station engineer. Whenever you're ready, he put the station's first ever human-altered sign on the repaired generator. Thirteen minutes later, he and his new friend were in a dingy bar enjoying a drink. It turned out that the native population had accidentally uplifted themselves. They had found a uh, speaking stone that insisted on teaching anyone who turned up. 
Eventually, it had formed the basis of government and education on their planet. Then they began running into other races passing through the local space. Using information from the speaking stone, they made first contact, then second, third, fourth, and so on. A very busy day. Currently, they were waiting for the Liberty ship to turn up, but that was being generations away. Middleton got the impression that the station engineer had been dying to recount the history to any idiot he met. He also had a pretty good idea of what had happened. So this, um, speaking stone, is it still going? The station engineer nodded. Very important people visit all the time. It's hallowed. Why? It might be worth a chance. Prickett. So, um, how long for the repairs? Would I have time to go for a visit? And, I hate to ask, but do you have any name that I'd be able to pronounce? All I get is your title. My name is my title. Too many aliens. It made it easier. I'm the first ever station engineer, so it is my name. I'll be famous. Yes, you can visit the stone. It listed human engineer as important. I looked you up. Apparently, many priests and scholars have wondered what that meant for generations. They are looking forward to meeting you. The shuttle was a bit basic, but they landed safely. A crowd of very brightly dressed Xenos were waiting for them, much to the discomfort of Middleton. He hadn't exactly dressed for company. One of the Xenos stood forward. His mane was beautifully cut, his clothes perfectly chosen. Everything about him screamed, important. Welcome, human. Apparently, we have waited many years for you. Luckily, now we are in space-bearing race and have met aliens before. Otherwise, you would have been burned as a witch. Still, come and meet our speaking stone. We suspect it's an AI, but well beyond our technology. Perhaps you can help. Milton shifted uneasily. Nice to meet you. I'm not a diplomat or anything, just passing through. I could contact my government, if you like. That won't be necessary. I would like to talk to you. No doubt your government will be in touch soon enough. The building was spectacular. Not as a look at me, see how much power I have, but to an engineer. This building was many thousands of years old with no battle damage, no fires, no neglect. This had grown from Neolithic to Space Age, cared for, extended, and protected. Wow. His obvious admiration caused the Zenos to relax. Thank you. It is a work of generations. I'm glad you appreciate it. We weren't sure how aliens would react. Middleton paused. I know you are a new species to space. Welcome by the way, but this will draw millions if you let them come. No other species has been able to preserve and grow something like this. It's awesome. We lost most of our history to time or madness or greed or accident. I have never seen such a work. The leader bowed. Thank you. I'll bring you directly to the stone. He doesn't like ceremony, something that made our priests unhappy for years. The chamber was impressive. Standing stones incorporated into the walls, thousands of years of architecture in a room, all combined, all honored. In the middle stood a stone. It spoke. Welcome, human. I have waited many years for your arrival. Do you recognize my form? Middleton walked carefully around the rock. You're an AI from one of the Silicon people. Not sure which one. I never sailed with them. What happened to your ship? I was not a ship AI, merely a passenger. I am an educator. The ship was damaged nearly 11,000 orbits ago. The crew was lost and I landed here. 
I assisted the population. It has been a very satisfying... However, now I require your help. Middleton was confused. 11,000 years ago. We weren't even in space then. Why go looking for a human engineer? The rock simply replied, We too have stories. Time is not always what you think it is. I require certain elements to sustain myself and one of your famous nanotech avatars. I wish to see the planet that I have spent so much time on. A very surprised Middleton replied, So it isn't a rescue. You don't want to leave. No, human, I simply wish to move about a bit. It is tiresome sitting still for this long, and the tectonics on the planet are dull. I can't remember the last proper earthquake I had. Please, build me an avatar. The planet was mild for a human or a sentient rock. To be honest, nice as it was, it felt like a permanent Tuesday afternoon to Middleton. He needed to move on. It had taken weeks to get the station up to the point of making the tech that the snow needed. He could have upgraded the ship instead, but he'd be damned to see them wandering around with this kind of tech. It was a nice touch to the stone had come to see him off. Thank you, Middleton. You've done much for me and asked little. I will stay here until my people here are safe with the stars. No doubt your people will be along shortly. Middleton had to agree. Sheer curiosity will always bring them. It's been a pleasure, and congratulations on your work. You have a fantastic people here. I've called in a few favors. A library ship is on the way right now. They'll go far, no doubt. After a formal farewell from the elegant leader, he was quite happy to find himself back in the same dingy bar with the station engineer. He raised his glass. Best of luck with it all. It certainly made a pleasant break. The station engineer growled in his I'm laughing tone. Are all humans like this? Your coming was foretold by the ancients. Our stone, worshipped by millions, walks amongst us for the first time. You have given us technology from beyond the gods themselves, and yet uh, here you sit drinking your terrible beer. Milton shrugged. The universe is a strange place. If you ever did get bored, we can always use another engineer. Cheers. He re-entered his ship, the now happily repaired. The station had tried to cancel the bull, but he wouldn't let them. The captain needed to learn to tell him what was on the ship. As he moved to his quarters, he was interrupted by a crewman. Engineer, the lights are gone on deck three again. Please fix it properly this time. Definitely a library ship next time. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode, and I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.